We have 49 minutes? Yeah. See? This is why I like this format better. Welcome to Ben and Joran's, the talk show where we get guests on our show and we talk about who and what they are and just find out a little more about them. Today's guest is Taylor Thuey. We're going to be talking about who and what she is and what her interests are and cross country. She's a big, big player in that. So I'm going to pass it over to JR. Uh, so how are you doing today, Taylor? Great. Happy to be here. That's great to hear. So we're here to, of course, ask you some questions about the upcoming cross country season and of of course, about your whole cross-country career. So how did you exactly get involved in cross-country? Well, when I was a little younger, I remember going to watch my cousin Jalen run in a cross-country meet in Aberdeen, and they had a race for younger kids. And I was wearing my flip-flops, but I just took my shoes off, and I think it was only probably like 800 meters, but I won. I had a girl, Taylor. Beat all the boys. Oh, you're good. Um. So I think that at least piqued my interest a little bit. But then just watching him at State and everything just influenced me into being interested in the sport, I guess. So then when seventh grade came around, I just decided to try both cross country and volleyball. And which one did you like better at the time? Well, I loved playing volleyball. It's a fun sport, but at that time... I just decided that I liked the environment of cross-country better, and I liked the rewards I got from it. And the environment, what do you mean? Just everyone's a lot closer. You're all sharing the same pain yeah. every day. And I just I love the girls that I run with right now. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. And it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, and who's all on the team right now then? This next year, it'll be me... Um, the two street girls, Amaya and Marina. Oh, they're good. Danica Schulte. She's good. Yeah, <laughs> they're all pretty good. Yep. Um, Allison Letty and um, Maya Brown. Mm-hmm. And Ashton O'Farrell was on our varsity team at the end of the year last year. Yep. So they're all coming back. So how do you think our season could look next year? So this upcoming year, yeah. Last year ended really well for us, actually. We ended up being... NEC and con or NEC and region champs and since we're all coming back and we've all been running a little bit this summer I think we're in good shape to have a good season again gonna go for both those titles so when you said you've been like running I mean how often you guys been running this off season well I'm not gonna act like we've been putting in a ton oh, of time yeah JR but <laughs> I mean I could lie to coach, but I can't lie to my viewers. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say at least like a one to two times a week. I mean, a lot of us were in Bulldog Power, so that oh, kind of yeah. had yeah. us working out. Great lifting. program, great program. Yes, yeah. so that'll that helps, but running distance, I'd say probably twice a week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bulldog Power and running distance are two completely different things. Exactly, but but it's good stuff. Uh, yeah, I can't say that I've ran this much either. I think I've ran. 15 miles. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right. Like, are we talking total in, like, your whole lifetime? No, over this summer. Wow, that, that actually surprises me, Ben, I got to say. I know. <laughs> Getting off my butt for once. Yeah. So, is there any, like, things you do before a cross-country, what do they call matches? Meet. Races, meet. meets. Okay. Cross-country meet. Is there anything that, you like, you do to pump yourself up for a meet? Like, do you just stare over at the other girls and be like, I'm going to kick your butt? Or do you listen to music or I something do not normal? Do that. 
I guess, I mean, on the way to the meet on the bus, it's kind of nerve-wracking. When I was younger, especially in seventh grade, I remember on the way over, I just kept telling myself, I'm going to throw up, I'm going to throw <laughs> up the whole time. But as I've gotten older, I've gotten less nervous before races, so it hasn't been too bad. Normally, when I look at your face before a race, it's just stone cold and focused. Yeah, I've been told that before competition. I usually straight face, don't want to talk to anyone. No, nope, you really don't. You're nope. just like, Ben, take my stuff and get to camp. <laughs> I never uh, no, say you that. Don't. No, you don't. <laughs> I should, though. <laughs> Don't worry, we can cut that out. <laughs> okay, so one thing I've always wondered about is, like, what happens if, like, someone trips someone in cross-country? I mean, DQ. you know what? Funny story. That's actually happened at the Millbank meet a couple years ago. Maybe it was last year. I'm not sure. But in the girls' race, one girl tripped another girl, and the girl that got tripped fell and hit her head, and she got a concussion. What? Yeah. Where did, Was this at the Millbank meet? Yeah. It was. Of course. And that was last year? Either last year or two years ago. My God. I don't even remember any story like that. Yeah. So did, like, the parents press charges on anyone or did... No, I don't think I you don't can do that, no. JR. What if that trip was an accident? I think that'd be hard to prosecute. Yeah. I've okay, seen people... So, so it was an accident then? I think... Yeah, I'm sure. It had to have been. That's the thing is people in cross country are pretty nice most of the time. Okay, because I've seen some tripping in other sports like track where... Yeah. I mean, or <laughs> it's elbows thrown. Yeah, I mean... Because the, the Roy Griak meet, yeah? There's, tell us a little bit about that, actually. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one? Where that's is this Roy Griak meet at? The Roy Griak Invitational is in Minneapolis, that's at Minnesota. That's U, U of M, right? Yep, it's run by U of M, and it's basically a cross-country meet on steroids. There's oh, probably like 500 runners in each race. And there's four races for high school, but then there's also college races and those in the morning. College races are like 10K, 8K races sometimes. Yeah. And the course is brutal. <sighs> so many hills, and they're steep. And Remember uh, two years ago? Was it two years ago? So when it was really rainy yes. and muddy? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't fun. You'd go down these hills at like a terrible incline, and you'd just get so fast. And then at the bottom of the hills, just straight mud. So it just it would hurt your shins, so and you all you'd lose all your speed, and then you'd, you'd have slip. to re what, you'd so slip. people would slip. Yeah. Oh. So did you get back like really muddy and stuff? Oh yeah. We were disgusting oh, after that, that race. That sounds amazing! Yeah. Wow. It was it was kind of fun. Yeah. Just it's like a, a spot fun back. meet. It's just hard. I mean, at the end of the races, if you stand by the chute and just watch people finish, <sighs> you'll just see people dropping and passing out like five to. 50 feet from the finish line. This last year was a really yeah. good, bad year for that. I don't know how to explain it because it's a bad thing when people yeah. faint. This but. last year it was so hot that so many people fainted and had to be taken away by the ambulance that they actually shortened the last few races, including our race, yep. to two miles yep. instead of a 5K, which no. still was not very fun. It was very hot. No, yeah, it was bad. Oh, it was bad. That's a gruesome one. We're actually not going to that this year. Why not? It got moved too close to the conference meet. Oh, that that's not fun. Yeah, Are we going to have some other big cross-country meet then? 
We're actually going down to Sioux Falls. Oh, God. We're going to oh, Sioux Falls oh. Christian, and then we're also going to Lennox this year. That's going to be a lot of competition. Yep. Because double A schools are, you know. Yeah. But we can compete well, this year. Our team's oh, gotten a lot better. When I started in seventh grade, we would finish last as a team Oh, at really? State. And then this last year, I think we got 10th in the state as a team. Yeah, you guys did pretty good. You yeah. definitely carried your own weight. It was good time. Okay, so what I'm hearing right now is you're saying a lot of bad things about cross country. What are some of the more good things? I mean, you know, you talked about your teammates, how they're really great people. But what makes the sport itself good? I mean, do your legs feel great afterwards? <laughs> okay, how should I say this? Um. Um. Well, before workouts, I mean, you'll probably find yourself being, why your, am I in this sport? Your gut hurts for two weeks. I kid you not. <laughs> I... Like, cause if you're like me for the past couple of years and you don't work out during the summer and you don't do core at the very least, you run three miles that one time you get back and you feel like heaving your guts out, but you can't. It's just weird. Yeah. The first few days of practice, people are trying to throw up, (laughs) especially with the heat. But I don't know. After I do it for the feeling afterwards, I guess, because I mean, after you finish a race or a hard practice. You just have this sense of calm over you almost. I mean, you're relieved to be done, but your body also, even if it hurts, it also feels great at the same time. Kind of like the feeling of accomplishment, really. Yes, exactly. And mentally, I like the feeling of doing something hard because it makes me feel better. I I know what you're talking about. It's like why I don't use the handicap buttons at school ever. Because it makes you feel good to open the door. I mean, you yeah, want to like opening the door. Really. Yeah, I yeah. love competition. And I mean, when you're doing something like that, that not a lot of people can do, makes you feel pretty good about yourself. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, for any of your parents, I mean, I know you said your cousin. Were any other your family members involved in cross country? No, my dad played football and my mom was a cheerleader. Oh. Was your dad a stud in football? Yeah, he actually went on to play at northern and he has a few state championships on oh his wow belt. i didn't know that about him yeah so i feel like you have a pretty good relationship with your coach i mean would you want to tell us a little bit about him mr eric townsend hmm i'm around that guy quite a bit i mean he's the head cross-country coach he helps with girls basketball and he's the head track coach so i'm around him all year after school he's a he's a good guy he really knows how to encourage people, and he just wants everyone to do their best. He's probably one of the biggest motivational speakers oh, I've experienced. Um, that is a hard a yes. Basis. He is a pep talk. Yes, you know. he's got great pep talks, but he definitely knows how to get us going, and he's one of those people that makes you want to do good for them. Yeah. I remember last year at Regions, uh, so Regions was to get into state. And they had yeah. to be top 20. Yep. And I was expected, you know, 20th. Oh, so. So, so I started out like 23rd, of course. And I, I eventually got up to 21st. And coach was like, remember, Ben, this is yelling. So I'm, I'm going to talk it. Otherwise, this would be really loud. So he says, remember, Ben, 21st don't get you nothing. You need to be 20th. And I said, you're right. So I got in the 20th and I stayed there the entire time. Yep. So we're... Were your legs burning there? 
Oh, they were burning for that's, like the yeah. rest of the meat. That's a question for both of you guys. How do you keep that competitive drive going? I mean, when you feel your leg's going to knock down, I mean, most people, like you said, they'll just drop 50 feet short of the finish line. I mean, how do you keep that mental drive going? It's definitely a mental thing. Oh, yeah. For sure. Well, yeah, if it's not mental, it's physical at that point because, you know, you really have to stay in shape for this sport. You definitely have to stay hydrated. That is, like, number one key thing. Yeah. But Major there, key. There always comes a point in the race where it's about your mentality because everyone's hurting towards the end of the race, even what? the best runners. Like two miles in. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> oh, that might just be a personal thing, though. No, it's hard, and I mean the last – half mile of the race that can make or break a team especially in like a conference or region situation Mm -hmm. but i mean you just gotta want it and you gotta just keep telling yourself over and over again like i gotta keep you can't the thing about cross country you think it's an individual sport and it kind of is in a lot of ways but once you get to the point where it's past the breaking point in the season where it's now a team sport like basketball and you now have positions that you're supposed to play, like one, two, three, four, and five. Like those yeah. are placements you're supposed to get. Now you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about your teammates. You're thinking about like they're, yourself is the last thing you think about in a race because that's what happened to me when I got 20th. I didn't think about myself. I thought we have to get the state, and it's me that is going to decide that. Oh. So, yeah. And before I had ran this race at Regions, I ate a salted nut roll, you know, the candy bar, and a Gatorade when we were five minutes out of Webster, which was a terrible idea on my behalf. Yeah, you always got to eat two hours before. I thought it was three, Coach said. Well, that's for people that um, don't know how to eat. Now I see that timing things. is a huge issue. Timing now. is a big issue. So I had eaten that, and from the minute we started the race, that did not sit well with me. I, but I couldn't matter. It couldn't ca- I could not care about that. I had to think. 20th i had to think state i had to think about zippy and everyone else on our team and nick especially nick and i had to think about him before i could put myself there first so the second i crossed that finish line then it was all about me okay like i'm not breathing the greatest i'm gonna puke that wasn't going through my head what was going through my head was wow i just puked because i crossed the finish line and i didn't care about anything else and it was disgusting thank you there's a little thing for you everyone at home (laughs) I 100% agree with the whole team thing, though. I mean, you get to conference time, and our girls this year, I think they all really stepped up, especially our team was pretty young. I mean, I was the only junior. Well, only senior this year. Last year, I was the only junior, and then we had one sophomore, Danica, and then the rest of them were younger. Yep. But they all stepped up. I think we went in, like, third, fourth, Six, you guys would finish right something. after each other. Yeah, we all stayed close, and you'd see your teammate in front of you, and you'd just be like, go her, but also, I got to stay with her. <laughs> but it was awesome. I loved it. So, have, I mean, I know you were just talking about how you got to stay with her. Have you ever been, like, very competitive with your teammates to try and push yourself to the limits, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you and Danny ever try and do that? Well, I'm a very, very competitive person. But when I was in seventh grade, there was four girls in my grade, um, Elizabeth, Gabby, and Gabby Elvick, and we all ran with each other every single practice. We'd always race and everything, but after all of them quit, I mean, there's still 
we'll start a run in practice, me and these girls that I mentioned before, and it'll be all fun. We'll be talking while we run, and then you get to, like, that last half mile, and it goes silent, and then everyone's slowly speeding up together, and then by the end, you're all sprinting, trying to beat each other, but that just makes us better, and I think all the girls on the team this year are really competitive, so that's just benefited me for one and all of them too but yes there's definitely been times where I've been trying to beat out people (laughs) I know that during practices this last year that Marina Street she would keep pace with me yeah or not if if not she was ahead of me she was really really good but I mean I like to see them succeed especially when in the end it's all of us succeeding as a team so so basically, it was a cold shoulder during practice. And when it came to the meets, it's like, yeah, let's all be a family and do this thing. Basically. That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's great. But I mean, as even in practice, as soon as we're done, as soon as everyone stops running, it's good job. Or Yeah, nice finish. Finish yeah, strong. Get a drink of water. <laughs> get a drink of, yeah, go take care of yourself now. Don't die. Yeah, but I mean, without being competitive, there wouldn't be competition, so... Yeah, even without being competitive, there wouldn't be much of a practice. True. We just we could just walk the whole thing. Seriously. If you don't care about the sport, you're not going to do good at it. Mm-hmm. So you guys like practice. when You guys just run around town, right? We do different things. I mean, once a week we usually do intervals oh, at God. the cemetery, which <laughs> no one is too excited <laughs> about if you'll ever ask them about an interval practice. Oh but that's God. basically... We start out shorter with like six hundreds, and then towards no, the end of the, the season, guys start out with eight the entire year. Not anymore because we're what? even now. That's what coach said. That's oh. how it's been the last two years. I swear we've always ran eight. No, because we both run five Ks now. Okay. Equality twenty nineteen. Equality now. Equality. That is right. I am one hundred ten percent behind that. But Craig enough about like it enough when I about that. Let's go back to the intervals talk. Yes, <sighs> intervals. So it'll start out with like 600s and then we'll move on to 800, but that's basically we go to the cemetery and we'll run one 600, get like a minute or two break, run another 600, and repeat that like six to eight times, but sometimes we're not, 10 during the end of the season. We're not jogging these 600 meters. They are a dash. They are f- as hard as you can run with that time, but it's still enough that you still have energy to run the other six or seven yeah you want to be consistent mm-hmm. but if you're not consistent it means you're not trying hard enough yes that's what mr thompson would tell you if if you ran like your first one with let's say three minutes you ran your last one with 210 that's not good that's no. not consistent you're saving too much mm-hmm. but other than that i mean our practices are usually like today we'll run two and a half the next day we'll run four. Oh, yeah I mean, it's not, we're not running the same distance every single day, and it's not always the same route. Last year, Mr. Townsend brought us, like, what, 10 miles out of town? Yeah, it was almost on the way to Wilmot, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, if anyone knows where Alec Bean lives, we went out there. Yep, that's right. And ran four miles. We drove on that road that one day you were learning to drive stick. Anyways. Yeah, but it was just a bunch of hills, basically. It was our hill And it was out. gravel. It was gravel hills. Which is actually better for your legs. Gravel? Yeah. Well, then cement, I'd guess, yeah, oh. it'd be very much better. I just don't like running on gravel. My foot slips. 
that's always been a big talk to me. And you got to practice how you're actually going to play, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not going to run cross country on cement. You're going to run it on grass. Yeah, and you're also not going to run cross country on a flat surface. No, you're not. Unless uh, you go to the soccer field in Aberdeen, which we don't go to anymore because that was dumb. Yeah, I guess I could see that. The Clear Lake meet. I've never gone to it, thank God. But I think you did, right, Taylor? The Clear Lake meet. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I don't, I've never walked in a race. <coughs> and there's only been a couple times where I've thought about dropping out. But the Clear Lake meet, my seventh grade year, was the one time that I was planning on dropping out of a race. But I went around a corner and my cousin was standing there, and, I mean, it was almost over. I should have finished it anyway. But that uh, meet, basically, the course, there's three times where you have to run up this hill that is so steep. Like, I don't even – obviously, you can't see my hand right now. Oh, but it's at 90 degrees for everyone. Almost, basically. <laughs> oh, wow, that's, wow, that's like It is climbing. not fun. It's climbing up a wall. And then – so three times, and this course is how long for you then? Well, when we don't go to it anymore, yeah. and our race, the girls' race, changed from a four k to a five k, my freshman year. Wow. But I, yeah, so I've only run that twice. Um, was it a year ago or two years ago that we went to the Clear Lake meet, and everyone there kind of puked? I have no idea. Probably a couple of years ago because we yeah. didn't go last year. No, yeah, that was freshman year then. Yep, I remember that because I had a doctor's appointment. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. So would you consider that Clear Lake meet probably the hardest course you've ever been on? No, I definitely consider Roy Griac the hardest course. I still think that one's yeah. the hardest. Yeah. Ever. With all the people there. Because, I mean, the Clear Lake, it has that one hill. I mean, it has other hills, but there's that one hill that's really bad. But Roy Griac has plenty of those hills not quite as steep but pretty close and they're all over so let's talk about the fans when you see the fans on the sideline (laughs) i mean how do you take any action you know hey jr i got a i got a i got a joke just perfect for this situation (laughs) why is cross country such a hot sport i don't know ben because we don't have any fans Uh, uh, wait uh, uh, uh. ah the joke bell Oh, boy. No. So, even your parents could count as fans. When you see them on the sideline, though, I mean, everyone reacts differently. Some people are like, oh, gosh, don't see me. Then some of them are like, yeah, let's go. It kind of depends on the day for me, I guess. I try to tune them out. The only person I usually hear is my mother because she's so loud. (laughs) She just, like, screams. She's very passionate about it, which I love, but. Um, and Mr. Townsend I'll listen to sometimes, but there's not really anything anyone can say to make you feel better or run better. So it's basically up to you anyway. So I usually just ignore them. But if you're around a big crowd of people, you're definitely going to run faster, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. I don't know. But so when I'm Townsend yells at me, I, I usually pick it up because I, I respect Townsend a lot. Yeah. And you're also thinking that if I don't pick it up now... Coach is definitely going to be making Oh, yeah. I don't want to disappoint Coach. That's another big yeah. thing. I mean, or else practicing the t- next day, it's going to be pretty rough. Yeah, he'll say, you didn't run hard enough at the last meet. Run harder today at practice. <laughs> That's the nice thing, though, is we usually don't get yelled at because, I mean, 
we all usually try our best anyway but yeah there's a few there's not a lot you can do wrong in running yeah so it's hard to be punished for it it's It's already punishment enough (laughs) (laughs) so have you ever thought about doing cross country i mean maybe in the future or so like during college for it yeah no really not thought about doing cross country in college because basically right now our farthest practice for high school is six miles, and we only do that like a couple times. Like I think we do that twice. But in college, there'll be days where you have to run eight miles in the morning, but also eight miles at night. What? And that's not just wow. for. That's just not for me. <laughs> Good thing I'm not planning on it either. <laughs> I can do three point one, but I don't think <laughs> I could do seven k. Okay. Well. <laughs> Do you plan on keeping in shape in college? I mean, maybe cross country could show you some. Just a hobby at that for point. For sure. Yeah, and just I definitely think it's going to benefit me in the future because I have the self-discipline to go out and run. And just after all these years, I like being in shape and I like exercise. Without it, it kind of, I feel like a piece of trash. <laughs> Oh, Same. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes I'm okay with being a piece of trash, though. <laughs> Sometimes. JR, do you want to jump into the uh, just the personal stuff about Taylor? No, not like personal, personal, but like what do you do like as a routine? Like what do you mean for cross country or for my life? No, I mean like for your life. Hmm. Well, during the school year, I mean, I get to school as late as possible. Nice. Like oh, eight yeah. twelve, eight thirteen, That's walking the time, school yeah. door at eight fourteen. That's about the time. Yeah. Yeah. So are you much of a breakfast eater or? I used to not eat breakfast at all. I remember coaches yeah. are going to listen to this. So. Yeah. Breakfast is the <laughs> most important. Yes. I eat breakfast I every eat day, breakfast coach. Now. I now. For the last few years, I mean, just grab a granola bar or an apple. You'll see me eating a lot of apples. Yeah, that's true. During school. Taylor hates the doctor, so she eats apples. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I see, I see. Yeah, but I guess I go to school go to choir and band and all my classes and you ace all your classes of course right taylor no that was a yes Taylor. <laughs> i said no ace means 100 <laughs> percent. um i then i usually go to practice every day after school whether it's cross country basketball track there's always something but yeah then, you're always busy after school yes and then i usually have dance twice a week during the school year also talk about dance i like dance i really like dance that starts on the 20th of august you don't do that over the summer no oh wow it does go longer than school but not in the summer okay so so talk about dance like what happens in dance? what happens in dance well now i'm in the older classes and haven't been for a couple years but i started like eight o'clock go to 9 30 there's like five different classes that I take this year. Tap, ballet, character, jazz. What what is character? Character? It's we wear like these heels kind of. And it's basically like a theater type performance. Is it a solo performance? Or? No, it, these are all group. Okay. Um only seniors get solos. But you're a senior. This year I am. So, what have you thought about a solo song or anything like that? Not really. No, I probably should, but early. I haven't. It's probably early too. So. Yeah, I'll get really busy though once school starts. So I should probably start thinking about That's it. Good point. Yeah, but I mean, I really like that. I have two different teachers. They're both really cool. But 
I I don't really know how to explain it to you guys, but I really like it. I mean, we have a recital at the end of the year. This year we're having three recitals oh. three. instead of two. So oh, yeah, because so. normally it's two of the same, right? Yep. So so it'll be three nights instead. Yes, because we have been selling out every year. I have gone to the one you did freshman year, and I went to this last year's one. Yeah, this last year's one was the best one. Yeah, it was really good. It was very fun. Have you gone to any of them, JR? I went my sophomore year. I didn't get to see that one. Last year I was in Duluth for that time, so I sadly missed out. They were, I I actually enjoyed those. Not because, like, girls on stage, but no, it's like, it's a really cool experience to watch. It is. I think these cool. Like, they just go up there and they learn all this stuff that I could never do in a million billion years. And I'm just blown away that, like, how good this is. I mean, I feel like they express themselves a lot more there. I mean, you can talk, but actions tell a little more than exactly. talk sometimes. I feel like dance does that a little better. So. Yeah, I've definitely made some good friends in dance that I probably wouldn't have otherwise. So I'm thankful for it. Mm-hmm. So do people come over from, like, other cities to this dance program in Millbank? Yeah, some there's some people from surrounding areas, like Ortonville, mostly. Maybe Wilmot. I'm not exactly sure. I think my cousins are doing it they're little children they're yeah. like five-year-olds that are doing it or preschoolers whatever i don't know anything <laughs> but yeah i think they're coming from wilmot to yeah. come and do that we then. had a couple girls come from clinton oh clinton wow, a couple years really distance for this so. yeah uh do you do any singing then singing i do do some singing i actually just got back from south dakota honors choir oh, how a few days that? ago it was very fun, as I'm sure you two would know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are you saying we went to Honor Choir too, Taylor? <laughs> I am saying that you two went to Honor Choir. Ah. JR and I sang tenor, and Taylor sang... Alto. Yes. And who's the section leader for Alto, as if I don't know already? <laughs> Dr. Diddle from oh, SDSU. Dr. Diddle. She's a cool woman. So, as I have heard. So, oh, yeah. uh, what, what was Honor Choir experience for you, then? Um... Well, I had already experienced it last year, so I think I was already over the awe of how good the choir would be. I wasn't, but yeah. Yes, it's a completely different experience singing with that many amazingly talented people. <laughs> but It's a little intimidating at first, but it's definitely fun. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you could bring anything from Honor Choir to the Melbourne Choir itself to make that choir a little bit more... How should I say this? Better? Peppy better. Yeah, just improvement. Improve, yeah. I do. I actually was thinking about it, and I think there's a lot of things that I learned that would make singing easier just for people. I think a lot of people just don't know how to sing, especially the sopranos. Like, if they have trouble hitting high notes, there's different things that you can do to accomplish that. And, I mean, to change our sound, I mean... Posture is a huge thing, and we have a big problem with that here. And problem. I'm guilty. I'm not saying I'm not. I definitely am sometimes. But Yeah, a friend of mine, I mean, he's had a technique about, I mean, you don't sing higher. You just sing to the right that or was to what, the left. Yeah, that was what Dr. Svenningson told us this, oh. this week. He said, tenors should never sing anything high because nothing is ever high, he put in quotation marks. He said, you're singing a high. What's a high treble note clef? I, I read bass clef, so. A D or an E. Yeah, so that high D, it's not it's not high. It's just right there on the keyboard. 
that you have everywhere you go because it's imaginary. So. I mean, I still feel like my keyboard's going up and down. And oh, yeah, <laughs> I feel that too sometimes. That's funny. So oh. then what was the week of Honor Choir? Like, what was the day schedule? I was basically wake up, eat, sing, eat, <laughs> sing, <laughs> go take a nap. Yep, that was rec time. Eat, sing. Got a little pr- repetitive? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we do a lot of singing. <laughs> huh. Eat, sleep, sing. I yep. like it. That's pretty much what it was. Isn't that some people's like Instagram like bio? Eat, sleep, sing. Eat. That's eat. half of America, Ben. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> so what would you think of the campus there? USF? Where was it? Yeah. 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 Um, it was nice. It was pretty. It's a little too small for my taste. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, so what would you have liked instead? I am really looking forward to going to a big college. Like? SDSU. Ah, girl. <laughs> my, my family would be proud of you. SDSU or NDSU. Both of them have really nice campuses. Do you have an idea of what you want to study in the future? I do. Um, I'm thinking about interior design. Oh, wow. I've always liked that idea since I was even like a first grader. Oh. But I want to be an interior designer. I also really like to read and I like literature, so I might go for like mass com or English. What's mass com? Because I'm not yeah, very so smart. Much. Mass communications. Oh, so like secretary? You no, know, you can be like a journalist or a reporter. Oh, okay. That makes so much an sense. An editor or something like that. That's cool. That would be fun. Yeah. Ish. If you like to read, I guess. I don't. Sometimes I think about being a teacher, but. Not enough, not not good moolah. <laughs> that does not matter. I'm telling everyone <laughs> listening right now, do something that you like, or you're gonna be miserable. It's all about the joys of life. Yeah, I haven't learned that yet. Well, I don't know if this get if this gets catched on. You know, I might do this instead of pharmacy. Oh yeah, definitely. So I mean, do you have like a dream job, like? You said you wanted to go into journalism. I mean, or like something like that. Would you ever dream about working for Time Magazine or National Geographic? Or I don't think I really want to be a reporter. I'd rather be like a book editor. I think. Oh, okay. I love to sit down and read books and like correct people's grammar. Ah, oh, two of Taylor's oh. favorite things: reading and judgment. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> oh my god. Are you gonna be one of the critics that just say this book has got to need more work and something? Maybe, maybe eventually. It all depends on who writes the book, too. Like, like if it was Ben, I might give it like two stars. Oh, she might, because grammar would be terrible. Spelling mistakes would be bad. The plot would be just terrible. Sentence structure. Yeah, I would use words that don't even exist. So I wouldn't even be giving me two stars. (laughs) But yeah, that'd be fun. But my dream job would probably be no job. I'd like to, <laughs> s- I'd oh, so like to stay at uh, home. So you just want to marry probably a really rich guy, I'm guessing? Yeah. Ah, okay, I see. Big house. A little house. I wouldn't mind a little house. That's less to clean, and I'm not very good Smart. at cleaning. Smart. Family? Family? I definitely want family. Good. Was that your question? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good. You plan on staying in the state, maybe? or? I love South Dakota. I don't think I could imagine myself anywhere else. It's safe in most places. That is true. That is very Not true. Not everywhere, but yeah, I'd like my kids to be able to ride their bikes around without having to worry about being kidnapped. <laughs> that's yeah. That's something you need to look for. But have you like where have you all been then? Comparing to South Dakota, like 
like mm. New York or Chicago or like California or Texas or wherever. Tennessee. Um, Tennessee, whatever. I recently went to New York with my mom, which is a completely different experience than Could you explain South Dakota. a little bit of New York to me? Because I don't know much. Well, this is more for me. I mean, me and my mom kind of had to just walk straight and keep our eyes straight ahead. You couldn't look or what? Well, you didn't want to make eye contact with people on the street or people selling things. And that's another thing. Oh, I went to vacation yeah. in California and there's people constantly on the block just asking you to buy things or go on a bus tour. I mean, that that was really annoying. Like street performers. And yeah. You didn't like the street performers? No, I like street performers. I, there was these one guys, they were just like flipping over each other in Times Square. That sounds fun. They had a huge crowd. It was pretty lit. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah. That, they had to be pretty durable. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to South Carolina, and I really like, like, that's beautiful. Is that kind of like South Dakota then or not? No, it's more, it, what's the word, like tropical? Oh, it's know? a little more humid? Yeah, so were you like right next mean, to the ocean then? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and there's like palm trees and everything. Oh wow. So where what'd you all visit in South Carolina? Oh, it was a while ago, but we spent a lot of time at the ocean, saw a lot of alligators. Oh, oh cool. Crocodile Rock, tell me about it. <laughs> ah, that's a song reference. <laughs> I'm gonna oh I'm gonna love using this bell as we get progressively <laughs> better at this. Yeah, but I'd rather vacation to those places. If I w- was talking about living somewhere, I'd definitely pick South Dakota. I just want to stay in the country home. I, I'll live a simple roads. life. Yeah, I like it. Sit another on front another porch. song reference. <laughs> uh, Don't blame me, blame JR. I might break that. It's not mine. You can't break it. <laughs> Taylor, what do you think your plans are for like senior year? And what do you think you're going to do? Slack off like most of the other people, or do you think you're going to push harder? Definitely not slack off. I haven't worked this hard all all these years to stop now. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm not all all of them. (laughs) I'll just wait till that third, fourth quarter come around. Okay, well, that's different. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's half your senior year right there. Yeah, I plan on trying to enjoy all my cross-country practices because I think I'm going to miss that the most. Maybe not the one to throw up, but <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I'm definitely gonna miss that. So at graduation, are you gonna be one of the people that are gonna be crying, or are you just gonna be like one of those people that are like, "Thank God I'm out of here." Maybe a little bit of both. I, I don't see. think I'll cry. Exactly. I think that's a question for all three of us. We're all seniors. What do you think you'll be like then, Jr.? I'm crying, man. I'll be <laughs> straight up crying. honest. I'm crying. You're going to be crying. Wow. Crying, I would not man. have expected that out of you. I don't know what you I'll be doing. Know. I've gotten really emotional I think as I've, I've gotten older. There. I think I've been getting there. I think I just cried the other night. <laughs> oh, well. No comment. That's okay. You don't have to have a comment on that. Yeah, we're cutting that out. <laughs> what? That was a good segment. Do you, do I finish up? I don't know. We get to have the we have forty five seconds worth of music. I have to type write down the time. Okay, that was like a thirty second segment, so I have to look might, into there. I might say, well, it's been great talking to you too. I wish you the best of luck. And then we call her good. How's that sound? Yeah, I'll just tell Craig that I have to come back and edit this stuff. Okay. All right.
Well, it's been great talking to you, Taylor. We wish a cross-country team, of course, the best of luck to this next season, and uh, we hope to see you around sooner. Thank you. It was fun to be here. Yeah, I had a good time talking to you, and I'm pretty sure everyone at home had a good time listening more about you. So if we ever have any more of these about basketball or anything else you're involved in, we'll give you a call, hopefully. Thanks. This is Ben. And this is Jordan. And this is the... Ben and Jordan show, or the Ben and Jordan, Ben and Jordans is what it is. And like we said, we're operating out of the Y Melbank Podcast Network studio here in Melbank, South Dakota, South Dakota, not South Dakota, um, Main Street, South Dakota, Melbank, Melbank, South Dakota, Main Street. That is where <laughs> we are. Out of. Good times. All right. And I would like to say thank you to Craig Weinberg, Taylor Thuey for making this episode possible thank you guys thank you so much we'll catch you later yeah bye <laughs>